So I, I guess my first question, and I always have it for everybody who comes on, when did you officially get started in the bodybuilding world? What, what spurred you to start this? So I really started lifting oh, seven years ago now, but yeah. never yeah. really was interested in bodybuilding at first. Was mainly lifting to feel better mentally, physically, everything like that. Mm -hmm. um, especially graduating college, it was just one of those things where I was like, I need something to do besides work all the time. And I was an avid runner, so stepping in the gym made sense. Um, after a little bit, I ended up switching gyms to a gym that was a little bit more like full fitness focused, a lot of bodybuilders, powerlifters, yeah. those kind of things. And had multiple of them say, have you considered bodybuilding? And my answer was no, because I hadn't. And I had a lot of guys who kind of essentially recommended that if I put on some more muscle and spent some more time lifting, I could put some good muscle on my frame and do really well in terms of bodybuilding. So it kind of went from, from, from it came from a perspective of people sort of seeing you and being like, oh, dude, you know, you should compete. You could do really well at this. Yeah. 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 Well, what what made you choose the OCB in, instead of a bunch of the other divisions? So when I first started competing, um, I actually started competing with a different federation. Yeah. Uh, and had a great had a good time and everything and worked out really well. Mm -hmm. um, and then in talks with my coach who had started as my posing coach, his recommendation was that I do switch to the OCB just because gotcha. it's got more show availability. Um, okay. And it's a little bit more well-known versus some of the other professional circuits that are out there. Yeah. Um, so having that kind of gives me a stepping stone to other things that I could do in terms of working in fitness and in health and those kind of things. The, uh, the, the organization in itself, it seems a little more, um, I don't know. They're very kind people. So it's very yeah. well, learning about them a little bit. I was like, you guys are so nice. Like, I don't, I don't get this too often in the world of bodybuilding and certainly in the bigger divisions. So it's very interesting to me where it's like, oh, wow, you guys are so sweet and so kind. And do you, do you find that the, the level of competition kind of clearly reflects what work you put into the gym. Like it's not, it's not too intimidating per se. It's more like, oh, okay, these are guys that have gone down this path with me and they've and been in the same, same sort of thing. Same spots, yeah. those kind of things. That's, that's the major thing. And especially with the age of social media that we live in, oh, um, I have so many guys that I communicate with um, through social media and in various aspects of social media that are like, well, what made you decide this? And I was like, well, yeah. some of it's just the atmosphere and being in the gym and all these things is just where I want to be. Yeah. Um, I work in fitness, especially now it's my full-time job. So yeah, staying in fitness is something that's always going to interest me. You said, so you said you work at a supplement store. Mm -hmm. What What advice could you give to somebody trying to implement supplements into their lifestyle, especially if they're doing it naturally, right? Because I oftentimes hear, you know, you talk to people who could be on gear or, you know, doing doing steroids and it's funny how they talk about supplementation but at the same time i feel like it's got more impact if you are a natural person it's like well how do you supplement you know so when it comes to supplements and the way that i look at it is that they're going to be helpful yeah. but when it comes down to it supplements are not the end-all be-all that a lot of people think they're like oh, i'm going to take protein creatine for example and they think that's going to solve other problems or i'm going to start taking this or that fat burner and they think it's going to help them shed a bunch of weight 
the major thing that I say is that yes, they can benefit you, but essentially what they're there is to supplement what you're already doing and making things and giving an edge per se, to use that term, versus kind of like here, if I start taking this, I'm gonna just lose all this weight and be really ripped and driven. Yeah. Yes, yeah. but no, because in the long run, you still have to put in work. And I mean, even some of the guys that are out there on gear, I'm not, so I don't have personal experience with it, but they still have to put in work. Yeah. Yes, there is assistance in that form. They're still putting in work. And I know a lot of guys, especially locally here in the bodybuilding scene that do take some form of steroids. Yeah. And they even come to me and go, hey, I'm having an issue with this. I'm like, well, let's try this. That's awesome. Or let's try supplementing in some things here. So supplements are an option to aid your journey. They're not going to like be that. the reason your journey succeeds. I like that you distinguished how people can supplement even if they're on gear as opposed yep. to being off gear. Because I haven't Correct. heard that too much. I, I You're right in that it's, you know, they're called supplements for a reason. They're there to aid your lifestyle as opposed to form it. But the... Yeah, it, it's funny the the point that you're making is that you can still use them depending on whether you're on gear or not. I mean, ev you know? Everybody can use them. I mean, even vitamins are supplements. Yeah, yeah, for real. So, I mean, it doesn't really matter where you're at in life. I have people who are just getting started in their health studies who are like, hey, I'm looking for these things. I'm like, hey, let's get you on some vitamins, those kind of things. Vitamins, Especially right. just with how food works in the U.S., a lot of those vitamins, unfortunately, are missing. So yeah, adding a point for, for especially natural lifters, taking your creatine, drinking your water, uh, taking some form of protein supplement can definitely help because they're going to help get you to where you need to be. I mean, the standard for most guys is anywhere from a gram to a gram and a half of protein a day per yeah. pound of body weight that you're wanting. And if you're, say, wanting to be 225 pounds and you're at 200, that's almost 300 grams of protein a day. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. And and I've told people that a bunch of times. I was like, you know, if you're so going to go down. Just, it's, it's a lot. Yeah. And if you're going to do supplementation, logically, you would kind of, you, you'd adopt a, a whey protein, you know, because that, that seems to be the most important thing. You just said that. It's like, you're, you're right. It's a lot of protein. And man, consuming it in food form, it's hard. It's hard. It's not very realistic. You know, you're like, I can't, maybe I don't have time to cook all this chicken or all this ground turkey or whatever you know cooking chicken is something i do daily <laughs> and so i mean do you, do, do you add anything to it is there anything you do to make the chicken semi-palatable like like decent to eat or do you you go pretty pretty hard with like the no seasoning so i tend to do seasoning just because if i'm gonna sit there and eat especially repetitive eating the same thing day in day out i need something life. Um, a lot of times if I'm doing some sort of seasoning, I'm doing something that's not really, it doesn't really have any calories to it, most seasonings, because it's salt or pepper. So okay. there's not a lot in terms of that. Um, my, my two things that I use a lot are pink salt and black pepper, because they're going to provide assistance in terms of supplements as well. Gotcha. Um, okay. Salt is necessary for the body. It's how your body stays hydrated, everything like that. Um, so keeping your salt up is definitely going to be beneficial over time. Do you do you work to keep your salt up more than lower your sodium? Are you well? It, I, I guess there's there's differences there because I talked to some people who are who are very sodium conscious, especially being 
uh, strictly natural. So they, they go hard on like their sodium consumption. I mean, I keep track of it. It's not the thing that I like, it's not the thing that I'm like sitting there going, oh, I had this much. <laughs> I salt. missed this. Yeah. I mean, especially for like seasoning, like foods and those kind of things. I mean, I have so many different seasonings sitting in the kitchen sure. that are just, they have like nothing to them. So I'm not as worried about it. Um, any sort of like sauces or anything like that, they're usually lower calorie, those kind of things. So while I'm conscious of it, it's not something that I'm religiously tracking. Some I'm people, already I'm already tracking so much that yeah. I get to a point where I'm like, I don't want to add more things into my it's that I need to track. I'm kind of glad you said that because there was a point where, you know, even it, it just in college or something where people would track their sodium pretty, pretty regularly. But a lot of other things were slipping and, and a lot of things that would make more sense to track. It was like, but they were still focusing on the sodium. I was like, yeah, but, you know, are you, are you eating the right amount of protein? Are you are you? uh balancing your food properly just just things that you don't think and do people walk into the store and maybe think they need a supplement for something that you you would honestly say like well i don't know if you particularly need this like you think you do yeah at times it depends on the individual um yeah. i mean especially and it also depends on the age and what their own journey is yeah that's yeah. the thing that uh are the store that I work for. That's what we like doing is talking to them and going, hey, what have you done? What are you doing now? What are your goals? Those kind of things. Because I don't want to throw everything in the kitchen sink at them. That's not going to do anything. Here's your multivitamin. To... Here's your fish oil. Here's, here's your this. Here's, <laughs> like, here's all these things. Let's see what's... It's not like, here, let's try this, 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 and this. Let's see what sticks. It's, let's see what you've done already and what I can recommend for you that will provide a benefit. My main goal in the end is making sure that my customers that come in are buying products that are going to benefit them. It's not about me just selling them the most expensive thing or making the most money or whatnot. I want to provide them what they need. And in the end, that's all that matters is having yeah. that relationship and that communication with my customer saying, hey, I'm here to answer any questions for you. I can give you all this objective information, but in the end, what works best for you? Do you think that people use social media as a way to maybe try to understand supplements? Are people thinking that they have to do certain supplements based on something they saw on social media? Yeah. 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 I mean, Fair. and not to not to degrade anybody who does or make a life on social media. Oh, yeah. No, for, same thing for myself. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah there's nothing wrong with it. I just think there's sometimes not enough information or there can be some, whether slight or purposeful at times, even misinformation out there yeah, because yeah. you have people who, and I mean, unfortunately you see it all the time, especially I see it unfortunately with a lot of younger guys. They're yeah. like, Oh yeah, I'm doing yeah, I agree. this and this. And I'm like, yeah, well, what else are you doing? There's, there's more to it yeah. versus just yeah. that one thing that you told me you were doing. Yeah. And trying to keep this going and this kind of like narrative of, oh, I'm just doing this and this when I'm like, no, I can clearly tell you doing something else as a professional in fitness. I'm like, what's the point of you saying this when I can tell you yeah. that there's no possible way that that's the only thing you're doing. Probably. Those and so it just feels like it just feels like they are trying to hide things at times. Yeah. And I'm like, no, just put it out there because 
the minute somebody finds out, they're not going to trust you anymore. So yeah. saying like, oh, I'm doing only this and this. And I'm like, yeah, but there's also more that you're doing and it's clear and easy to tell. Mm. Yeah, I'm not going to... I'm not going to judge you for making your choices. Make your choices the way you want them. Sure, but don't don't hide those choices after you've made them. That's a, that the uh, funny that you say that because a lot of times, a lot of times people tend tend to do that. You know, they'll hide their choices or they think that there's some some taboo built around it, and maybe it has to do too uh, with younger guys and the misinformation that tends to be spread from their accounts. It's you know the uh it goes into steroids too i know a lot of younger guys tend to go down a steroid route which is gosh i i mean i'm surprised there's a lot of dudes maybe teenagers who are doing steroids i certainly knew of a few and uh and and maybe that's that's one of the big issues that they feel like they have to supplement like serious steroid testosterone things it's like you don't need it yet you know and for some of those guys i'm like okay one you're young enough cool it please yeah, you don't true. need it you're, that's right i mean you're, all up. you're gonna do in, all, all you're gonna do in the end is ruin quote unquote your, what your body can do naturally yeah yeah there are so, so many there are so many bodybuilders especially in some of the like really big federations out there that don't test or anything yeah that i'm also like okay are you able to do certain things i mean yeah and that's the major thing for me and that there are things that I want to be able to do mm. without needing assistance per se. Yeah, so and- I mean, like as a as a younger adult who's coming up on thirty within the next couple of years, yeah, there's something that are in the plan. Those kind of things. I mean, I'm. Those are things that I'm sitting there thinking about and worrying about. Going, mm. if I do this, how is this going to affect my future? What is this going to do if I want to have? kids or if i want to be able to go do certain things and those kind of things i mean i'm very conscious of a lot of that yeah and it's things that i like that i focus on and that's where i tend to kind of keep my focus is like Mm. yeah my goals now but i don't want to do something that would screw up my future goals for something that may or may not last in a in a strictly natural lifestyle is is a lot of dedication it's a lot of hard work and and from what i'm seeing the uh obviously since you don't have that that extra help right then you you are i'm seeing that a lot of natural athletes don't necessarily even have an off season per se like they just kind of yeah it's it's the it's just cyclical there and truthfully when it comes to when it comes to the fitness world yeah you can have an off season you can Um, yeah but and i have i mean i took a pretty long what i what could be termed as an off season yeah yeah for my first show with the ocb when i was when i was going through the process of switching federations and those kind of things but i was still in the gym busting my butt eating well i mean i was eating in excess because i was putting on muscle yeah so i mean eating more the way yeah. that the way that i look at it and the way that i some of my friends do and even my coaches that yes i am in a caloric surplus however i'm always prepping quote unquote for my next show mm. i have so many guys who go oh well what are you doing now that you're in prep and i'm like i've been in prep since my last show and like, i've been still going yeah <laughs> yeah like, they try and say that i'm that it's not that that's not how it works and i'm like depends on your mindset yeah if i go into this and i'm like 
okay, I'm gonna just eat like whatever for the next nine months. Yeah, I'm probably gonna put on some weight, those kind of things, and I'll probably put on some muscle, but then I have to go through the whole process of taking all that weight back off. Yes, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, there is a lot and taking the time to put on weight, especially as a natural athlete. I know it sucks. I've been there. I hated losing certain lines and like everybody's like, oh, I have to have a six pack, this and that. Like it's still there. You just, for a lot of the natural guys, you have to spend some time and some higher calories to put on some good quality muscle. Yeah. And the, uh, the, the, I guess uh, the world doesn't necessarily talk about or social media doesn't necessarily talk about how difficult it is to bulk. I think a lot of times we're we're talking about it's for me, it's it's just damn near impossible some days because you really have to eat. You have to eat and eat and eat and it becomes a chore. And, you know, everybody's on the losing losing weight route. I was like, you know, if you were trying to gain weight, that's that's not easy that's not easy especially doing it pretty cleanly and and monitored it's hard so hard and that's the that's the funny thing that i find at times is that people are like wait you're putting on weight and i'm like yeah because i want to muscle." see it's like it's confusing (laughs) they i have people who look at me when confused especially when i'm in a bulk and at first like my mom did the same thing she's like why are you putting on weight you look fine and i said because my goal is to build muscle yeah and in order to build muscle i need to eat more and yeah. so it becomes more because if you're putting on muscle your body needs the energy i can't i can't put on over time say five pounds of muscle if i'm eating like a just maintenance a maintenance or whatever it's not possible. yeah yeah it, it's it become and, and then it's and then it's constant too it's like consistent so your weeks are like your 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 calories have to come within a certain range and you have to you you yeah track to track track and it's constantly it's constantly going up yeah it's um, constantly going up that's I, right <laughs> when i i went into a bulk and i started working with my coach um and still my coach um he and i started working together after one of my last shows um or after my second show that i did and I started bulking in November and went clear through to the end of the next July. Perfect. Wow. Oof. At higher calories. That's which long. That's hard. In the, middle of, <laughs> in the middle of summer. Yeah. As a guy who's used to being able to just kind of like not care. Uh-huh. And I've always been relatively lean and those kind of things. So it was fine for me to do whatever I wanted because yeah. I had yeah, the physique bulk. to do it. Yeah. But when I'm bulking and it's the middle of summer and I'm like, oh, I want to go to the pool. I'm like, oh, I really don't want to go to the pool because I don't feel good about how I look. Exactly. But then you also have those people who are like, I would kill to look like you do at a bulked weight. Exactly. And, you- and, and that's the funny thing. <laughs> it's like at, at bulking, you still look good, which is amazing. And the, uh, yeah, but then again, it's hard work and a lot of people don't necessarily consider the, uh, the chore that eating becomes it's a chore it's such a it chore. Is. i mean i was spending i mean it was getting to a point where i was having to eat like three sometimes 350 350 grams of rice wow wow like seven or eight ounces of chicken which gets to be a lot of food yeah and and nobody and and what's funny is that rice and chicken over and over and over again that that's the the pinnacle you you do hate your life at some point you you get to the point there, where there you were, hate it 
there were points where I was going to bed at night, especially in the middle, it, when I was really starting to hit like full stride in my bulk where I was clearing four, sometimes 5,000 calories a day. I was going to bed like wanting to be sick. Yeah. You, you, I was like, I can't, I, I physically can't eat anymore. And if I try to eat anymore, I'm going to be sick. Yeah. Yeah. And, and <laughs> you do. And that's you why, do. and that's the funny thing is, and there's some people who are like, oh, well, you've been eating your children. I'm like, well, yes, but no. Yeah. Because I'm, it's not something, the way that I was looking at it was that I'm choosing to do this. It's not something that I'm doing unconsciously on its own. 100%, 100%. Yeah. It is a choice that I am making to reach goals that I have set for myself. Yeah. So while yes, technically it is a disorder because I'm choosing, I'm making a choice. It's not something that I'm unconsciously doing. I know exactly what I'm doing. Yeah, it 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 falls into the category of of you know rationalizing what you're doing, and, and you know exactly what's going on. It's like you're not. I know what's not, going on. I know yeah. what I'm doing. I you know what's going. Like, yeah, in your body and everything. It's not yeah. like I'm just choosing to sit there and eat McDonald's or anything like that. For example, yeah. I am still eating healthy. I'm eating clean foods. I'm eating food that I cooked myself. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going and grabbing like a massive large pizza and those kind of things and just like inhaling it. Yeah, I'm enjoying what I'm eating every so often. I'll be off diet for a touch to have something that I've not had a long time. Yeah, it's you definitely need that for available. sure. And yeah. sitting there and just constantly eating the same things day in, day out. Yeah, it can be done. But there's a point where you're like, okay, hold it. Yeah, I need a, I need yeah. a second. Yeah. And I think that's the major thing that a lot of people miss at times is they're like, they, they either go, they go too far. So they yeah. sit there and they're like, in, like if they're cutting, oh yeah, I'm going to eat this and this, and I'm only going to eat these things. And I'm like, yeah, that's something you can do. How long are you going to be able to keep doing it? Yeah, it, it's the they've they've dug their hole and they just kind of keep going lower and lower into it or something. And it's just like it, it I mean, eventually the way that it. I phrase it, so the way that I phrase it for a lot of people is that how long did it and for and it's mostly older adults who are coming in and are wanting to lose some weight. And they're like, oh, I want to be ready by summer. I'm like, OK, hold on one. How long did it take you to put on the weight? Mm. Oh, that's Two, a great you question. Think people take it off. Yeah. Quicker? Yeah, it's a, yeah, that's, that's a great question. Yeah, that's something I'm going through with a friend of mine. I'm kind of just like helping him a little bit, those kind of things. Yeah, and he sits there and talks at me, and then he's like, "Well, I used to do this and this and this." I'm like, "Well, that's great. We also have to think about where you are one now and two where you're wanting to be and how we can do that healthy." The way that I phrase it is that it took you nine, ten months, a year, two years, whatever to put this weight on and get to this position. We're not gonna be able to take it off in six weeks. Yeah. Especially if you're going to stay healthy. That's a that's a, a a very logical way to look at it and something that, you know, maybe maybe even hasn't been put in writing as much. I don't hear that too much. You know, it's a great way to look at it. It's like, well yeah, how long did it take for you to put on the weight? You know, the process to take it off is gonna be of a similar length. You know, it's gonna especially if you're monitoring it. So that's that's nice though oh, that'll be the title of the episode that's great <laughs> i like that <laughs> that's good man well what uh remind me the show you're competing for you told me just kind of it, it's the um battle of uh, kc battle of kc okay okay and that's you said what that's 10 weeks away 
10 weeks away. It'll be uh, May 27th. Okay. And you're in the, your your physique, correct? Your men's physique? Classic. Classic physique. Classic physique. Fantastic. Yeah, you've got, you I definitely got have, exercise for the classic. I've put far too much work into my legs. I'm not covering them with board shorts. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's the, the that's for the guys. The physique guys are definitely the ones we have, sort of have legs, but not really. I don't, I'm too. I mean, <laughs> I know a lot of, I know some physique guys that definitely have legs, but they don't feel ready for yeah. the classic and that's fine. And they don't ever want to make that change. Again, yeah. that's fine. They're on their own journey. I have put a lot of work and time into how my legs look. You show them off. Yeah. I'm not going to hide them. I mean, my yeah. first couple, my first two shows I did do men's physique and while it worked, actually in the end, it kind of hindered where I could go with things for me. Good point. It's a good point. It's um, also very just, way, it's plain, you know, it's kind of. There's, for me, it's more the cool thing that I like with classic is that I'm able to put more of who I am into yeah. it because it's not the same for quarter turns. Yeah. I mean, quarter turns are necessary in classic open men's physique, whatever. I also want to have a little bit of fun with it. Yeah. And so being able to put together a routine that is poses that I really like and are helpful for me and things that I like to do. It's a benefit for me. I have, yeah. some form of art that i'm finding in this yeah i might as well show off what i can i started to see i started to see how people add to their routines and it's not even just in the ocb but it was in other divisions too and and i, I liked the performance aspect that's starting to find its way into especially classic physique you 100 percent can't necessarily do you can't do that in men's physique classic in all divisions gives you this like a canvas you can really kind of paint it yeah. however you want and and I like as I'm seeing different people go in with different performance qualities. It's like, it's like, man, you know, so, some truly do stand out if they are very smooth and very like elegant with the way they pose and they kind of they add some spice to it. It's like that. I'd rather watch that person. I'd rather go to that show, you know? Yeah. And I have a lot of people who say that that's the hardest part of my routine. That's the hardest part of it. And I'm like, yes, it. a lot of it's also practice. Yeah, it's hard. I've got, it's not easy. I've had a couple of guys. I've had a couple guys ask me, when should I start posing? And I'm like, oh, you should be posing. Oh, well, the whole how far, <laughs> how far do you need to go? Yeah. Oh, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, you should have been posing a long time ago. Yeah. I yeah. was, should be I posing was posing now. <laughs> like I was posing at the peak of my bulk. Yeah. For any sort of check-ins that I do with my coach, I run through the same poses or constantly making tweaks and adjustments and he'll have me try something and then he goes, okay. I like this, now make it your own. Mm. So awesome. there are certain things that I do in terms of my posing that yeah. are me specifically, because one, it's comfortable for me. It puts me in a good position in terms yeah. of where I'm at, in terms of my balance, everything like that. Yeah. But it also is something that I've looked at how I think my physique looks in the camera or whatever. And I've made that adjustment to show off what I've, what work I've done yeah and and it's it it's taxing it takes a lot out of you especially the you know posing posing is no joke from a from <laughs> it makes you tired i mean you, you know you're holding poses you're holding flexes you're yeah. you're manipulating them you're moving between them and it's like gosh you know there's a lot to it i mean there's there are some guys who are like oh well posing is easy and i'm like well no no, no. because <laughs> no. when you're on when you're on stage with six seven 10 other guys they're comparing you and how your physique looks 
Yeah. And so yeah. being able to pose and show what you have is what's going to benefit you in the long run. Yeah. 